From Washington, here is the news in special English. At least 40 people were killed across Afghanistan Wednesday in two Taliban suicide bomb attacks and a NATO airstrike. Officials in southern Afghanistan say at least 22 civilians were killed by two suicide attackers near a NATO airbase. Officials said an attacker on a motorcycle caused the first explosion in an area where truck drivers and others were waiting to enter the Kandahar airfield. The second attacker exploded his bomb as people went to help victims of the first attack. At least 50 people were wounded. The Taliban claimed responsibility. Also on Wednesday, Afghan officials said a NATO airstrike killed 18 civilians in the eastern province of Loghar. Women and children were said to be among the dead. A Syrian rights group says government troops, including militias, have killed at least 78 people, including women and children, in Hama province. They said some of those killed in two villages Wednesday were stabbed to death and at least 12 bodies were burned. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said that fighters armed with guns and knives carried out the attack after regular army troops had shelled the area. Activists call for an immediate investigation. The United States says it has no plans to limit its drone attacks in Pakistani territory. American Defense Secretary Leon Panetta defended the use of the pilotless aircraft Wednesday. He spoke during a visit to India. Mr. Panetta said, The United States has always made it very clear that it will defend itself. And he said, the drone strikes also help Pakistani people who are often the targets of militant attacks. His comments come a day after the Obama administration confirmed the killing of Abu Yahya al-Libi, who was al-Qaeda's second-in-command. He was killed in a drone attack in Pakistan's North Waziristan area. Travel operators say Chinese officials have closed Tibet to foreign visitors and canceled travel documents for the area. The move comes days after two Tibetans set themselves on fire to protest Chinese rule. No reason was given for the ban on foreign visitors with several trip organizers operating from Beijing. Tibetans are preparing for a month-long celebration marking the birth of Buddha. A human rights group has described how North Korea rates its citizens based on their loyalty to the ruling Kim family. The United States Committee for Human Rights in North Korea released the report. It says all of the country's citizens are divided into three classes based on their ancestry. They are considered loyal, 
undecided, or hostile. The report said that this inequality is assigned at birth. It said the government keeps records on each North Korean from the age of 17. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. A report by Amnesty International says violence against reporters is increasing in Uganda and freedom of speech is threatened in the country. A VOA reporter in Kampala says African reporters are increasingly the targets for beatings and arrests without reason. Reporter and photographer Isaac Kasimani says conditions are bad for reporters. The Amnesty report says attacks on reporters are increasing. An Amnesty spokeswoman says as the Ugandan government pressures its critics, there is less chance to question policy or government actions. And this news. Ray Bradbury, one of America's best-known science fiction writers, has died at the age of 91. Mr. Bradbury is most remembered for his novel called Fahrenheit 451 and the movie made from the book. The story took place in a society where book burning was official policy. Many readers saw the book as a story about the evils of censorship. Mr. Bradbury was also praised for his book The Martian Chronicles. That book deals with issues like racism, pollution, and nuclear war. Russia has a new law that raises fines for protests organized without the approval of Russian officials. Steve Ember has details. Russia's upper house of parliament approved the bill with only one lawmaker voting against it. The measure will increase fines from about $60 to $9,000 for people caught in demonstrations that lack official permission. Protest organizers could be made to pay fines as high as $30,000. Andrei Vorobyov leads the ruling United Russia Party's members in Parliament. He says the new law is like European laws. He says Russians are thankful for freedom, but that people must be responsible for their actions. He says that is why the country has approved a measure that meets European ideals. Russian opposition leaders say the law is not democratic at all. They say it is an attempt to prevent future street protests against President Vladimir Putin. Mr. Putin has faced huge protests since he was elected to a third term as president. Protesters say he controls the country through corruption and a tightly controlled political system. Sergei Mironov is with the Adjust Russia Party. We... 
He says his party did everything it could to explain the danger of a bill he says is meant to silence the people. Many experts say the measure does not include punishment for police violence. It also calls for organizers of large public gatherings to be punished, even when they do not harm public order. Dmitry Gudkov with the Adjust Russia Party says the law could incite more violence. He says the law will work against the government and against the United Russia Party. He says they do not understand that it will lead to more intense protests. He says it will, as a result, move the protest movement from legal actions to unapproved protests and guerrilla actions. Russian officials say the law is meant to keep ordinary citizens safe. Enforcement of the law is to begin next Tuesday when the opposition plans a huge protest. I'm Steve Ember. Briefly, here again is the major news at this hour. Two Taliban suicide bomb attacks and a NATO airstrike have killed at least 40 people across Afghanistan. A Syrian rights group says government forces have killed at least 78 people, including women and children in Hama province. And travel operators say Chinese officials have closed Tibet to foreign visitors. And that's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.